So even though I didn't hold anything inside, that doesn't mean that my mom didn't do some things that were a little bit unfair to me, especially for my personality. Like I'm, I'm tough. I'm one of the toughest people I personally know. I'm not overstating it, but I really am. Um, I'm, I'm not a weak person whatsoever. Uh, but with my mom, I'm just, I'm, I'm just soft towards my mom. And even if I did something wrong myself, you know, this kid stuff, first of all. But if I if I did something wrong, I'm the person who you could just talk to this person about it and or or you don't have to be so extreme because I always want to make my mom happy. So she did some things, uh, you know, during the upbringing that may, may have been too much. And what was so beautiful about it, it was like this voice was chastising my mom for mistreatment of me without saying anything bad about my mom. Now let me say this again. Like I can't my my vocabulary is not great enough to explain this. My mom is being chastised for for things that happened to me as a little kid. But there's nothing being said bad about my mom. Like I don't Again, even when I say this out of my mouth, I'm not saying it as dramatic as it really is because these things that I, I know I can see, I can visualize, I remember in my head, they stand out to me. So as the voice is telling me that my mom is wrong for doing this to me because I was just giving her love my whole life, there was no chastising of my mom because my mom is so good. But I don't know how that is possible. Like, again, forgive me. I cannot explain to you how beautifully crafted this thing was. Because it's just, it's like, this is the difference between, okay, people who can believe God or not believe God. Forgive the noise. One moment. <clears throat> people can believe in God or not. Okay, I'm, I'm not here to debate that. Uh, but there is something out here that's really intelligent. Our intelligence is so minuscule. I'm not here to knock us, but there, when people say things that they can't describe, I totally understand it. It didn't take ayahuasca for me to understand that. I always understood people because, like I said, my whole life I saw things and nobody believed me. But there is something so super intelligent that we don't really know how to express it. But I'm sure to that intelligent source, this is just normal. So as I'm being comforted from some things that I experienced with my mom, my mom is not being chastised. And that's personally what I needed. Because if my mom did do something wrong to me, I don't want anyone, including God himself, to be mad at my mom. And so the way it was given to me was like, yo, you have been this awesome, sweet little kid over here. And... Your mom did this to you, but it was no, no bad thing about my mom. Once again, I cannot explain this stuff as, as great as it was, but just please trust me. It was so magnificent how that was crafted that even though the second night was, was similar to the first night where it was nothing I thought was so fantastic, it was so beautiful at the same time. And so I, I, I came out of that night, um, I came out of that night feeling like, okay, ayahuasca for me is not what some people said. So that's why I, I started saying you, can listen, you can't listen to anything people say and you listen to everything people say. Because most of the stuff people say about ayahuasca is real. 
But then it's all individual. Like we are individuals who form a connection, man. So everybody has an individual thing. So I, I quickly understood that my journey with ayahuasca is not as visual as, as I've heard others. Um, I quickly understood that this is not a, a drug. I quickly understood that I shouldn't have any shame about what I'm doing because I had a little bit of reservation because, again, my whole life I've been the person that people look to. I've been the captain of every single team. I've been the person that people look up to, even if they're neighbors, even if they're older than me. I've always been that person who people say, yo, this kid does it the right way. And so I've never done any kind of anything. Like I didn't, at the time, I didn't drink alcohol. I didn't smoke cigarettes. I didn't smoke weed. I, didn't, I, I never even tried it. And people, especially when you're a brother, nobody even think there's a brother alive who didn't try weed or something. I didn't. You know, I didn't even want to. I didn't even consider it. As a matter of fact, nobody even offered it to me because my aura was such that don't even come to me with no nonsense, man. I want to be great at what I'm doing. So I had a little bit of reservation and hesitation about being associated with ayahuasca because ayahuasca was associated with being a drug. But I remember that night I realized, man... Ayahuasca is not any kind of drug, man. I don't to this day, I don't care what people cuz and what I mean by drug, this is what I mean. The way that people like like let's say there's an older person who's taken to medication. Even though those are called even though those are drugs, people don't call them drugs. They say, "Oh, it's their medication." Right? It's all this poison that we're putting in pills and we're giving it to people. But we call it medication. Yes, it's drug, but it's medication. But let's you talk about some some what you call street drugs that's associated with people making money, right? Uh, so marijuana and all this other stuff I don't really need to name. They call those drugs. Like you just hear drugs. And so it's almost like thug. You know, thug is not the word nigger, right? But when you hear thug, they're saying nigger. That's what they're saying. Like, and I use these words because I don't like to hide behind false stuff. I can't be false. And so when people say drug, most of the time they're identifying it with something bad, period. In my opinion, that's, that's just what it is. Because if it's anything else, they say, oh, it's medication or, oh, it's this or it's all this, all this other kind of stuff. And so when I was reading and discovering ayahuasca, man, all I heard was drug, 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 potent, potent, drug, drug, drug. And this night in particular is the night where I said, I really don't care what anybody says, even my mom. You know, I'm always conscious of what my mom think about me. But I was like, I don't care what anybody says, man. This is not a drug. I'm not doing anything bad. Because there's no drug in the world that's this, this great, that's this intelligent, that this, that's this perfect for me. And so in addition to my mom um, overcoming for the first time, for the first time really since elementary school, and again, this was in 2014, so I'm an adult at the time. I'm what? I'm in, I'm 30-something at the time, right? So since elementary school, this was the first time I didn't worry about my mom anymore. 
That's the first time I didn't worry about my mom. I was tortured about losing my mom. Like, I don't know if that's really something people can grasp, to be tortured about losing your mom every single day. And you got to keep it private because you can't walk around. You can't walk around letting people know that you think like this or you feel like this. But every single day, I was tortured about the possibility of my mom leaving me, man. And that night was the first night since elementary school that I felt it doesn't even matter anymore. Yes, I want my mom to stick around because I love my mom. But if and when, it wasn't even if at this time, actually. It was, I know she's leaving. She won't be here next year. Um, I'm okay with it. And that, there is nobody that can equate ayahuasca with something like a, and again, I'm ta- when I say the word drug, understand I mean it from the dirty perspective that people in society associate drugs with. That's what I mean. Forget if it's actually scientifically a drug. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the, the dirty words that people use to, to shun things. Um, I will go to forever. I will go to uh, the next life saying ayahuasca is beautiful and, 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 I, and I will defend everything about it because it is not anything like some recreational thing that people, oh man, it's, it's so insulting. It's so insulting because this night told me everything I need to know about just letting that, letting my mom situation go and letting the, the thought that I had about ayahuasca go in my head. I wasn't doing anything bad. And that night by itself like gave me relief from both of those. And for me, I mean, I know you're not in my shoes and maybe some people will understand, maybe some people won't understand and maybe nobody will even listen to this. But the, the, the stress and strain that I had on my back from my mom. I can't speak for my siblings, but I personally had on my back. Uh, that night, it was it was lifted. Um, I mean, it was it was just a I can't say lifelong, but really, it was since elementary school, like the end of elementary school, when my mom really started getting ailments and started to take medication and stuff like that that hurt her body, and and I saw the decline start, you know. Um, like I, and as sensitive I am, as I am, and and how I pay attention to so many small details, like I was tortured. I was a tortured person, silently tortured because any day, you know, life is fragile. Any of us can leave at any moment. Car crashes, but I'm sorry, man. In in my mind, in my in my life, in my upbringing, I never thought. I I I am fortunate where we didn't have so, so much death in, in our life. I'm fortunate that we didn't live with people who was troublemakers, so you don't have to worry about somebody breaking in and shooting up the house and drive-bys and, you know, even even though we drive and we go around, like our lifestyle is so humble and so simple and we all uh, followed what my grandparents laid down and basically like a, a spiritual path and and we've been fortunate as a whole to not really have all these 
tragedies and stuff that some people unfortunately have to experience. Like I didn't have people even with cancer or diseases or stuff. It just everybody was old, you know. Like my grandmother right now is ninety, almost ninety three. So it's it, it, my I can only speak from my experience. I didn't have all of those things, and so for me, the, if I were to lose my mom, it was like taking a huge chunk out of. First of all, I have a small family, but. It was taking a huge chunk out of everything, and I know I'm somewhat belaboring this, but this it, it, it was such a heavy burden, such a heavy burden. And you can't you can't be the second oldest brother like yo man, uh, you know I feel feel tortured man. I feel like you know I worry about mama too. Now, nobody's gonna listen. It's funny because I take everything as a joke. Like I'm the biggest jokester in the, in the, in the world. I'm not a comedian, but I, I should be because I, everything is funny to me. It's a joke in everything. However, you cannot tell anybody any of this type of stuff. Nobody will even care. Nobody will even listen to you. And I think that that's a little bit sad too, though, because especially for men, I, and, and I don't get wrapped up in the, in the nationality of people and fake so-called race crap and all this. Man, dudes everywhere suffer through we got to be so macho we can't cry we can't show emotions we we blah, blah 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 and we get trapped into that for better or for worse and uh i'm not saying cry about everything but i'm also saying like there should be a space where people can talk freely um like i said i don't think anybody would even listen to this i really don't but I'm talking into a microphone, which is a nothing, <laughs> inanimate object, and I'm talking into a computer, which is nothing, and you post it on this thing, and you see some numbers, and it says zero or one person, and you think it's a person, but it, basically what I'm saying, none of this means anything, because I still don't have a person to listen to me and respond, but at the same time, at least in this format, I can at least say it out of my mouth, but you know, nobody would have said anything or, or comforted me. All those years, you know, I'm living, playing basketball on a pretty high level. I'm in the university. I'm moving to LA. I'm doing all these cool things, and every time my mom crosses my mind, I have a a panic. You know, um, when I get the late phone calls, I have panic attacks. Sometimes I don't even answer the phone because I think somebody got some bad news. Until somebody says, "Yo, man, hit me back," and then in a way that I know it's no bad news, you know. So that night cleared up two heavy, heavy burdens for me, and I was appreciative of that.